I'm looking at scripture today uh, from 2 Kings chapter 2, 2 Kings chapter 2 and 19, verse 19 through verse 21, reading from the New Living Translation of scripture, there you'll find these words. One day, the leaders of the town of Jericho visited Elisha. We have a problem, my Lord, they told him. This town is located in pleasant surroundings, as you can see, but the water is bad and the land is unproductive. And Elisha said, bring me a new bowl with salt in it. And so they brought it to him. And then he went out to the spring that supplied the town with water and threw the salt into it. And he said, this is what the Lord says. I have purified this water. It will no longer cause death or infertility. I want to talk for a few moments today simply from the subject, the power of the ordinary. The power of the ordinary. Isn't it amazing that here was a town where the water was bad and the land was unproductive? Sounds like a place that I'm familiar with. (laughs) That we have to buy water in bottles now. I grew up at a time, and some of you, unless you're from the South, you don't even know what I'm talking about. But you'd be outside playing, and you'd go up to the side of the house, and you'd drink out of the spigot. Now, we didn't call it a faucet. No, 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 that was a spigot. You have to be from the South to understand what I'm talking about. But here they were back in this time, and they had bad water, and the land was unproductive. Uh, Water oftentimes speaks of, uh, of large multitudes of people and when the multitudes have gone bad what in the world do you do and now the prophet of the Lord says bring me a new bowl just just an ordinary new bowl he didn't say get me one from Tiffany he didn't say that it had to be of the finest porcelain he just said bring a new bowl and bring me some salt ordinary stuff an ordinary bowl with ordinary salt An ordinary bowl with ordinary salt. There is a power of ordinary. And sometimes we read about people in scripture and we say, oh, so and so was such a wonderful saint the way that God used them. God uses ordinary people. It's not extraordinary people. They're ordinary people with an extraordinary God. It's not that we have such extraordinary gifts. It's that we have an extraordinary giver of gifts. It is the ordinary that God starts with in order to produce the supernatural. God used an ordinary bowl and he used ordinary salt to purify contaminated water. And I want you to realize that God is looking just for a new bowl, a new container. That is a new vessel, some, a vessel that's been born again. That's what he's looking for. If they're polluted people, he's looking for vessels, a new bowl, not an old bowl, a new bowl that hasn't been contaminated. He's looking for a new bowl, a new vessel that has salt in it. Salt is it's, it's emblematic of that that preserves. And when we talk about somebody being the salt of the earth, we mean a down-to-earth person, a down-to-earth But I want you to understand this principle that the supernatural begins with the ordinary. The supernatural 
begins with the ordinary. Will you say that with me? The supernatural begins with the ordinary. The supernatural begins with the ordinary. It begins with the ordinary. The supernatural begins with the ordinary. And here's the thing. Uh, when God wants to do a miracle, you remember uh, there's a story in St. John chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. Uh, Jesus took ordinary dirt and spat ordinary spittle into ordinary dirt and put it on a, a man's eye. He made a mud pie and put it on a man's eyes and told the man, go and wash in the pool called Siloam and then you will come again seeing. And the Bible says that the man went and washed and he came again seeing. He took ordinary saliva and put it in ordinary dirt and put it on an ordinary man and sent him to an ordinary pool and there the supernatural took place. The supernatural was in the, res it was the result of obedience with the ordinary. The blessing is in the obedience. The blessing is in the obedience. Take your ordinary stuff. God is not asking for anything uh, magnificent from you. He is magnificent. He's looking for ordinary people that he can use. He's not looking for folks that's got more degrees than a thermometer. He's looking for ordinary folks. God uses ordinary folks. He's not using perfect people. He's looking for ordinary people. And he took an ordinary man with an ordinary problem that many people in the world had. And put ordinary spittle on it in and, and, and ordinary dirt and, and sent him to an ordinary pool that gave him extraordinary results. It was not any of the ordinary elements that caused the supernatural, but the supernatural happens by, by obedience with the ordinary. It's just obedience with the ordinary. And may I tell you what our problem is in, in our world? I know that you want to know, so I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> is that most people want relief, not a cure. Most people want relief, not a cure. That's why most folks don't end up changing. That's why people end up in cycles, <laughs> cycles. Delivering us from cycles because most people just want relief. They don't want a cure. They don't want to change their eating habits so they ask the doctor for blood pressure pills. Oh. They don't want to eat right, so they ask for cholesterol management pills. They want just, no, 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 doctor, give me Lipitor. Because they want relief, they don't want a cure. They just want to give you $20 to hold them over to Friday because they want relief, they don't want a cure. They don't want to go through financial literacy. They just want relief, they don't want a cure. They don't want a cure. I want you to notice scripture here in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 39 in the Message Bible. Notice, Elisha went down to Gilgal, and there was a famine there. And while he was consulting with the guild of prophets, he told his servants, put a large pot on the fire and cook up some stew for the prophets. And one of the men went out in the field to get some herbs, and he came across a wild vine and picked girds from it, filling his gunny sack. And he brought them back, sliced them up, and put them in the stew, even though no one knew what kind of plant it was. The stew was then served up for the men to eat. They started to eat, and then they exclaimed, Death in the pot, O man of God, death in the pot. And nobody could eat it. And Elisha ordered, Get me some meal. And then he sprinkled it into the pot. Now serve it to the men, he said. They ate it, and it was just fine. Nothing wrong with that stew. He took 
ordinary meal and threw it into a pot with poisonous stew in it that had poisonous gourds that had been put in it and it was working a work of death in them. And he took ordinary meal, ordinary flour, ordinary bread, put the word in it and watch the supernatural. He says, just take a logos, take an ordinary word and put it in it and watch God do the supernatural. There is a power in the supernatural when, when in, in the ordinary, when the ordinary is operated with obedience to God. When you do it in obedience to God, you get supernatural results. You get supernatural results. You remember when Jesus told Peter to walk out on ordinary water, to walk on the water? He said, I mean, Peter painted himself in a corner. He says, Lord, if that's you, tell me to come to you. And it was Jesus. So he said, come on. He gave him a command to walk out on ordinary water. But it wasn't until he stepped out of the boat that he encountered the supernatural. It was his obedience to do the ordinary that produced the extraordinary or the supernatural in his life. And my question to you is this. What ordinary thing do you have within your power that God would like to breathe on in order to bless and serve others? What ordinary thing do you have within your power that God would like to breathe on in order to bless and serve others? There's something ordinary that you have. God's not looking for the miraculous from you. He's miraculous. He's not looking from, for the supernatural from you. He's looking for you to give what you can do, which is your natural. And then God will breathe on your natural. I cannot tell you the many times that I start out praying and I don't feel any anointing. But in obedience to just pray, I'm just praying in my natural. And God honors the obedience in the natural and you start out in your flesh and you wind up in the spirit. Because there's a power of the ordinary when it is submitted in obedience to God that produces supernatural results. And what seems ordinary to you can actually be the seed of something supernatural in the life of another person. Sometimes just an ordinary word of encouragement can be a, a, a prophetic word from God. Just an ordinary hug, an ordinary smile, an ordinary apology can set some people free. Or the acceptance of an apology. To be able to grant forgiveness, just ordinary forgiveness. Sometimes if a person is going through something, you can take an ordinary $20 bill and fold it up and put it in your hand and give somebody one of them what we call a Holy Ghost handshake. And just an ordinary $20 bill can, can just be the difference. It can be a sign from God that I have not forsaken you. That I see you. I see your struggle. And, and it can be a, a, a thing that, that becomes a, a, a miracle blessing in somebody's hand. Just a listening ear, a shoulder on which to cry. A home-cooked meal can be the ordinary thing that God can use to begin to mend a broken heart. Sometimes the gift that God might give you might be the grace just to overlook an offense. And taking that ordinary ability that's done in obedience to Scripture can cause supernatural results. There was a fighter by the boxer by the name of Sergio Martinez and he, he made this statement he said I finished my fight with Chavez Jr. that he won and he said when he went to his cell phone after that he had 1060 missed calls after he won the fight against Chavez Jr. he had 1060 missed calls on his phone and then when he lost his fight against 
Miguel Cotto, he had four missed calls on his phone. One of them was from an unknown number, and the other four were, were from his mama. He said at that point that that put everything in its place. Even when a mother's baby loses, he's still a winner with mama. Still a winner with mama. That's the grace of a mother. When the whole world will celebrate when you're winning and while you got money, when you broke, busted, and disgusted, mama will still be there. When you have failed miserably, when you have locked up, when you, when you get, make stupid decisions, mama is still, she's still going to be there. She's still going to call. He had four calls. One from an unknown number. That was probably his mama too. <laughs> then she called three more times from a number. Just to say, baby, you still a winner in my book. And you, you never do know how when you call somebody who has lost and they're feeling like a loser and they're feeling like throwing in the tower, you never know what gift God can use from an ordinary phone call that can be the difference between life and death, that can be the difference between depression and a perspective that I'm going to do better next time. It, it, it can be the difference, just ordinary, just ordinary. When the Holy Spirit puts it on you to call somebody, pick up the phone and call them. Just the ordinary act of obedience can open up the supernatural power of God to be able to do something miraculous in your life. You, you, you never do know, you never do know what God will do. God used an ordinary stick in Moses' hand uh, to be able to split the Red Sea. It was an ordinary stick. It wasn't, this was a stick that they gave him in Egypt. And God transformed it into the rod of God. But it was an ordinary stick. Jesus used an ordinary lunch of a little boy prepared by an ordinary mother to feed an audience of 5,000 men, not counting the women nor the children. An ordinary lunch prepared by an ordinary mother. And it, it, was, it was miraculous in its result. But God took something that was ordinary and breathed on it. You have to give God something to work with. You have to give God your ordinary obedience. That's all that he's asking for. It's just the ordinary obedience. He's not looking for something so miraculous. Sometimes your listening ear is very ordinary, but God can use it to begin something supernatural. You remember when Samuel said in, 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 in 1 Samuel chapter 3 verse 10, Speak for your servant hears. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. It was just an ordinary ear. It was an ordinary ear that heard a supernatural voice. The ordinary, the ordinary, just a little bit begins the process of the supernatural. Just a little bit begins the process of the supernatural. I want you to notice something in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 in the New Center Version. Notice, the people should not think that small beginnings are unimportant. The people should not think that small beginnings are unimportant. The King James Version says it this way, despise not the day of small beginnings. Don't just look at little things as though it is unimportant. Obedience in little things becomes the qualifying thing for big things being entrusted into your care. But people should not think that small beginnings are unimportant. Everything has to start somewhere. The mighty oak was nothing but a little nut that held its ground. Everything has to start somewhere. Everything has to start from something ordinary. 
Just realize this. Favor comes from being faithful in unseen places. When nobody sees you, when nobody knows your name and understands what's going on in your life and the sacrifices that you've made and the pain that you've been through, favor comes from being faithful in unseen places. Favor comes from being faithful in unseen places. you got to be faithful when nobody is paying you before God will actually bring you to a platform where you'll get paid for it. you got to serve your gift when nobody is paying you for your gift before ever God will bring you. And God says, listen, if you be faithful to me and have the right attitude while you have little... While you just got a little bit, while you need the whole world. And if you be faithful with the ordinary, God says, I'll open doors for you. If you be faithful in that which is least, I'll make you a ruler over that which is much. He says, be faithful with the ordinary, the little ordinary stuff. Just the little ordinary stuff because the ordinary highlights the supernatural.